Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, I don't want to hear any talk about a red wave. Now it's time to go make a red wave happen. Talk is cheap. The do matters. Now it's time to do it. You know it. Everybody's going to go out and vote today. I know it. Um, I am hoping and praying it's going to be a really good day tomorrow, and I am very optimistic that it's going to be, but it requires action, not words. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Privacy. Privacy is a right, not a privilege. Get your privacy back at a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Big day, folks. This is for shows like me and people like me who are activists at heart and uh, show hosts second. This is, uh, this is our Super Bowl. Doesn't get any bigger than this. I'm extremely optimistic about what's going to happen. I've got a loaded show for you today, including one of the best ads I've seen of the election cycle. I just saw it yesterday. I wish I'd seen it sooner. Maybe it just popped yesterday. I'm going to play it for you here. Uh, let's get right into it. Today's show brought to you by Brickhouse Nutrition. Listen, uh, between the record heat, fertilizer shortages, and inflation, getting fresh produce may be a challenge in the coming months and beyond. It's vital that you get a healthy dose of fruits and vegetables every day, and that's why I recommend Field of Greens. Here it is. This is an empty one because I already took it all. <laughs> Field of Greens is packed with 18 essential fruits and vegetables loaded with antioxidants. It's pre and probiotic. There's no mix- mixing and matching pills. You take a scoop, you put it in your favorite beverage. This is the wild berry. It tastes delicious. Drink it, stir it, you're done. Stir it, drink it, you're done. I feel better, have more energy and peace of mind knowing I'm giving my body the nutrients it needs. Folks, I asked uh, Miles... He owns Brickhouse a long time ago. I said, please put together a high quality fruit and vegetable powder that I can take every day as insurance for my diet. And that's what he did. It's the best product out there. Go to BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan today and get 15% off your first order with promo code Dan. Even better, subscribe and save an additional 10% every month. Reinforce your immune system now. Studies show eating fruits and vegetables can support heart health, blood pressure, a healthy metabolism, and more. These guys knew what they were doing with this formulation. They took fruits and vegetables they knew would really make a difference in this product, and they're fresh, and this is the product to take, folks. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. All right, Joe, let's go. Come on, everybody. It's showtime for real. It is for real, and I know you're going to vote after this, which I appreciate in the state of Maryland. You got uh, Dan Cox on the ballot there and a bunch of other candidates as well. Ladies and gentlemen, today's the day we send a message. Today's the day. If there's going to be a red wave, you make the red wave happen and not just a pink ripple by going and voting. I know you're going to do it. It's game time. Everybody on the field now. Now it's not warm up time. Now it's actual game time. The ball's been snapped. We got to play every down like it's our last every inning, like it's the ninth inning of game seven of the World Series in a tie game. That is how important and critical everything we do right now is go to the polls, take 10 people with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the most powerful ads of the cycle from American Firebrand. Uh, I think it's a pack. It's a great, uh, they, they really do great work. This is one of the best ads we've seen. This is what we're fighting against right now. And this is what you're voting for today. Please take a look at this and vote accordingly. Check this out. Is the pandemic over? The pandemic is over. We've not been pro-lockdown. Kids were out for three months. You're the one who's the shutdown guy. I didn't recommend locking anything down. (laughs) You know, I just think um, COVID is God's gift to the left. He says the assault was over face masks. Deborah Burks, she admits to making things up. COVID-related fines for a dozen businesses. It is not, generally speaking, unruly. If anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. 
We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. If we don't stay vigilant and the conditions change, then we may have to reinstate restrictions. It can happen again. Folks, that's what we're voting on right now. You want more of that? More lockdowns, more inflation, more open borders, more international chaos, more fentanyl, crime crises in the streets, a job crisis, a productivity crisis. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. And I know you don't either. The do matters. Today we do it. Today we do it. Remember, I, I, on the radio show yesterday, I put out that quote by Aeneas. The victor is not victorious until the vanquished considers himself so. Do you consider yourself vanquished? Because damn it, I don't. And I know you don't either. Hell no. It's time to show up today and get it done. Get it done. Run right through the tape today. Let's get to some tactical stuff now. Three open questions, folks, that you can answer today. Now, this is Nate Silver. I don't know. He kind of leans left. Um, you know, some people think he's a great pollster. Some people don't. Uh, I just like articles and I don't come in with pre-existing biases. If you have a good article, you have a good article. So this is at 538 blog. He has three big questions I still have about election day. And I thought his three questions were pretty good. But here's three open questions you can answer. You can answer these questions. We have control here. Consent to the governed still matters. This is still, as far as I can tell, a constitutional republic. Question number one, are the polls wrong? He asks, will the polls be systemically wrong? He says, listen, this is the whole ballgame when it comes to the party that controls the Senate. If the GOP beats their polling average by three percentage points across the board, it'd be very unlikely for the Dems to salvage the Senate if there's one state-to-state variation. Now, again, what do you have to do with the polls? You can make the polls wrong. How? By going and voting in states they're telling you are close. Tudor Dixon's race in Michigan. Oz Fetterman, Mastriano Shapiro in Pennsylvania. Mark Kelly, Masters, Carrie Lake, Hobbs in Arizona. You can make the polls wrong. Here is my, here's my analysis. I'm going to make it quick. I've got a lot of material to get to today. We're going to go bang, bang, bang in a lot of this stuff, right? Here's my analysis of what's going on. I spend not a lot of time out of the house, but when I get out of the house, it's important. So I, I really listen to people when they talk because I don't want to become disconnected from what, you know, the people are thinking. I, you, you, lose a, you lose the flavor for the show. You lose a feel for elections. You lose everything. You've got to be out there. The best thing I ever did was run for office, even though I lost. Thousands and thousands of people talk to you everywhere. People, Republican uh, folks out there hate polls. They lie to pollsters. They hang up on them. They can't stand them. So if Nate Silver, if there's going to be any kind of systemic shift in the election day outcomes from the polling, I think it's going to be in the favor of the GOP. And I think a lot of you agree. Let's get to question two. This is an important one. Again, you have control. How big will the turnout gap be? It doesn't matter who polls. It doesn't matter who says they're going to vote. You know what matters now? Who freaking votes? You got to show up. He notes it. Okay, it's a cliche. Silver. But if the polls are roughly in the right vicinity, I don't believe they are, but say they are. Control of the Senate comes down to one thing, turnout. If you care about the outcome and haven't voted, you should do so. Listen, I don't know what this guy is, a Democrat or Republican. I think he leans a little bit left, but he's right. You can write that turnout matters. Who controls turnout? You. By doing what? By turning out. I want to say one more thing about this as well. A lot of the polls have said, oh, the, the Democrat generic ballot for Congress is either even or showed the Democrats a little bit ahead. Do you know why that's wrong? 
Well, that's not wrong. You know why it doesn't matter as much? Because, folks, the Democrats have a lot of wasted votes. The Democrats tend to congregate in cities where they win 70-30, 80-20. They waste those votes. The Republicans don't. So a generic, does this make sense? If this doesn't make sense, stop me, fellas. In a nationwide, who do you prefer for Congress? You're always going to get population centers in LA, Chicago, New York, and other places that are going to say Democrat. But the fact is those congressional districts that they're winning in are wasting thousands and thousands of votes. The Democrats need to be up like plus five in a congressional uh, generic ballot, Dems or Republicans for Congress, in order to win control. They're not. They're running at best, even if not a little bit behind. Here's question three for today. How much does candidate quality matter? You know, it's interesting. This question is always framed as some kind of a attack on Republicans. Herschel Walker, who's been a fine candidate. Oz, who again, in the beginning had some stumbles, but I think got it together at the end. That that thing with Michael Moore, that video we played yesterday where Oz behind the scenes seems to be a free market capitalist guy supporting uh but supporting the fight against government-run healthcare, free market healthcare, actually was like an endorsement for me, ironically. But it's interesting in this candidate quality that works both ways, and you don't hear much about it on the Democrat side. Do you know this, Joe? Yeah. Do you notice this? They yeah. never mentioned Fetterman, Kathy Hochul, Whitmer. These are awful candidates. Awful. Fetterman's got obvious issues right now. I hope his health gets better, but he's in no condition to serve in the Senate. You got Kathy Hochul, I mean, just an abysmal, abysmal governor, thinks crime is a conspiracy theory. You got Gretchen Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer lying about to parents about how, how long their kids were out of school. How do you lie about that? The kid's in the kitchen on a computer. You think the mom's not going to know? Of course the mom's going to know. Let me add one more question. It's not in Silver's piece. Will tribalism dominate? Now, this is one thing, uh, you know, Britt Hume brought this up on Fox yesterday. I thought it was, it was a very good analysis. Britt had brought up the point that split ticket voting in the past was not that uncommon. Split ticket voting is when you go in and you maybe vote for, I don't know, the Democrat for governor, the Republican for Senate, the Democrat for Congress, the Republican for state assembly. In the past, people used to vote for the candidate a little more, not much over-dramatized, but a little more than they do now. It wasn't that uncommon to have a ballot with split tickets, right? That's what I did. That is almost like, it's yeah, that's totally now gone. Yeah, yeah. so do I. I mean, I go in and it's a Republican no matter what because of my golden rule that Republicans are, may not be the solution to all your problems, no matter how weak they are, some of them, but Democrats are the cause of them. So in a world of marginal choices, I am, you know, I'll I'll pick the one to stop what's happening right now. So the tribalism is new now where people rarely split tickets anymore. I say that because when you combine all of these things, it really becomes just a pure turnout issue. Think about it, right? If Democrats turn out and none of them split the tickets in states like New York, where Lee Zeldin's running a really spirited campaign against the worst governor in the country, Kathy Hochul, you're going to have a problem. However, if we're in a new era of politics where split ticket voting is back and even Democrats are tired uh, of Democrats running their cities into the ground with the crime, folks, we may have a new era on our hands where Republicans have a shot in places they never did before. And believe me, no one knows that better than me and Joe in Maryland. 
Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Larry Hogan. Joe knows that. Man's a Republican, though. Won two terms in Maryland. Won the second term in a landslide in a race where there had to be split ticket voting. Because the congressional races all stayed in the Democrat hands, except one. But the governor's race went for the Republican. There had to be split ticket voting. I think we may be on a new era of that. But we'll see. All right, folks, here's a reminder, by the way, of what we're fighting for on Election Day here. I know I kind of did this yesterday, but I've got some new material for you today, some troubling videos ahead. A reminder of what's ahead if we continue to allow these tyrants in charge to do their thing. Here's a video, Bill Malugin from Fox at the border. The border is wide open right now. A country without borders is not a country. It's a suggestion. That's not a country. Definable borders make the country. Here's Malugin at the border uh, just the other day. Watch what's going on. There are just people walking into the country, not being impeded, finding no resistance at all. That's not a country. That's a suggestion. You want more of this? Vote for the Democrats today. Take a look. Hey, guys, good morning. Bill Malugin here in Normandy, Texas, a tiny little town on the north side of Eagle Pass. And as you can see behind me, we have another group of several hundred migrants crossing illegally here. This is the third time in the last four days we have seen this during these early morning hours. This is going to be a group of several hundred. Hola, ¿de dónde son? Cuba, Nicaragua. Hola, ¿de dónde son? Dominicano. Dominicano. ¿De dónde son? Venezuela. Dominicano. Hola, ¿de dónde son? Dominicano. Dominicano. All right, so we're getting a lot of Dominican Republic. Cuba. Cuba. Cubano. Okay. Dominicano. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. ¿De dónde son? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. ¿De dónde son? Hola, ¿de dónde son? Nicaragua. Okay. So this is the first little batch that has come through. We've still got a lot more people walking up. Ed, if you can pan over to the left right here. We still have several hundred more walking up. But as you can see, almost all of these people are single adults. Once they cross the river, Border Patrol escorts them into this processing area. They've only got one bus right here right now, uh, which isn't going to cut it. And most of these people... Uh, they're showing up here to turn themselves in because they know they will be released into the U.S. after processing. Of course, they're going to be released into the U.S. after processing because that's what they want. The entire goal was to release them into the U.S. after processing. The whole point was to process them, to release them into the U.S. Folks, you want more of this, you can have more of this. Just vote Democrat. I know you're not going to do that today, especially, especially. Let's make this relatable to people on the ground. The Texas race, please. Get out, vote for Abbott. It's not good enough to say he's up by 10 against the hapless Beto. Make it happen. Do it. Make him lose by 15, Beto. So we're done with this guy. The border elections, Monica De La Cruz, Cassie Garcia, Myra Flores, three prominent, powerful uh, candidates for Congress, one a congresswoman now running for re-election. Those three on the border, Cassie, Myra, and Monica De La Cruz. It's not good enough to talk. It's good enough. It's only good enough to vote and make you, you can make you can do it. You can make them win by voting, but you got to get out and bring 10 people with you. Sorry, a little excitable today. Woke <laughs> up this morning. Didn't really. I, I slept good, but I slept like, you know, my cortisol levels were super high because tomorrow's like election day. It's like I'm like a kid at Christmas. Get ready to like tear the package. You go, ah, look, at I got a new bike. Because I think this is going to be a good day. I'm feeling an optimism. Is a, you know, in politics, there's this thing called the big mo, momentum, right? Do you feel it? I feel it. It's not good enough to feel it. You got to do it. All right, Washington Times. You want more of this? 
Ladies and gentlemen, they locked down our schools. What they did was an abomination. Eating disorders spiking among young people during COVID lockdowns. Eating disorders. Ladies and gentlemen, that's bad enough, but that's the least of it. You know why? The, I, have a, I, have a, I have a thought on eating disorders. What's going on here? Because we kick kids out of school who had no social interaction now. It's not like, you know, kids who are being homeschooled, which is an awesome alternative. They get to go out, play with their friends. Some of them play sports. It's a totally different thing. This isn't what happened. You lock kids out of school and had no social life either because you locked down the economy too. The eating disorders, you had these kids sitting home on Instagram all day. Hey, look at me, selfie. You think it's a vain culture now? It was a vain culture on like Diana Ball. Depression, lockdowns, eating disorders, social problems, learning losses. What else you need to hear? What else you need to hear? Here, you want more of that? Vote Gretchen Whitmer today in, 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 uh, in Michigan. Gretchen Whitmer will lock down your schools even more the minute we get another inkling of some kind of a virus. Here, we want more of this. Consumer confidence in the housing market hits a new low, according to Fannie Mae. Why is that? Because it's something I already told you. The math is simple. Interest rates go up. Your mortgage is more expensive. Your mortgage is more expensive because people live on a monthly payment. Not many people buy homes in cash. They buy homes on a mortgage, i.e. a monthly payment. The interest rate goes up for money, which is happening in this inflation economy Joe Biden produced to try to shrink up the money supply because inflation is the price of money like anything else. You don't get a loan for 5%. It's more expensive than a loan for 2%. You're paying back the loan by month and you're working on a biweekly salary. Your monthly bills are too much to afford, so you don't buy the house. That's why, that's it. There is no more complicated explanation necessary as to why the housing market is in deep, deep trouble right now. You want more of it? Vote for Joe Biden's party today, the Democrats. Here's just, this is just bananas. This, uh, I can't, this lady, man, you want to talk about exiting stage, right? She cannot exit stage right, folks, Hillary Clinton. She goes, whenever they need someone to say something stupid, there's a PP tape, it was a video in Benghazi, they trot out Hillary Clinton, who has no human dignity at all and will say anything. You know what? Let me get to my, my next spot. I'm going to play this video by Hillary Clinton. You want more street crime? Because she's, this is shocking. I mean, even for by Hillary's relatively low basement standards, they're blaming the crime problem on Republicans. Now, if you believe that, again, there's a bridge in Palm City I will sell you on the ridiculously super cheap today. Folks, for years, you heard me talk about iTarget. If you have an iTarget, I'm about to take you to the next level. If not, this new iTarget product is something you've got to get. You've seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range. Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want, never spending a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN when you go to itargetpro.com. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter, itargetpro.com, the letter I. itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code DAN. Thanks, itargetpro. It's a great system to train. Here it is, trotting out Hillary. This is how you know they're desperate. They're like, we have. this is what happened here. We have got, Joe, 
we got to change the message on crime. <laughs> New York, L.A., Chicago, liberal cities run by liberals and George Soros prosecutors, Philadelphia, are being ravaged. People are being killed. People are being shot. People are being mugged. We have got to change the, uh, uh, the, our image on crime. What do we do? Trot out Hillary Clinton and blame it on the GOP. Check this out. I want people to be safe. That's not the Republicans' argument because, of course, if you look at real crime statistics, which they're not interested in examining, uh, the states with the highest crime levels are states run by Republicans. That's just a fact. Uh, what? Folks, whenever you need someone, again, to try to shift the narrative and say something so ridiculous, you trot out Hillary Clinton because her experience with lying is a long and sordid one. Very few people lie as convincingly as Hillary Clinton. When you have so little dignity, you'll do it and you'll do it happily. Folks, the problem with her thesis on crime is that it's utterly absurd. Crime is a function of local policing efforts, right? Police departments are run. This, I'll give you a quick example. This will make better sense to you because I'll show you how ridiculous Hillary Clinton is. The New York State Police does not patrol New York City in the five boroughs. They can make arrests there. But they don't do it. Now, they will do some highway patrol and they'll do some highway patrol on state highways. But they don't. You're not going to see New York State police cars in mass patrolling in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, Staten Island. You're not going to see it. The Bronx, the NYPD does that. Therefore, the state police doesn't even have the numbers to do that. Therefore, what winds up happening is you have the local police departments run by mayors and prosecutors who are going to dictate what the local crime policies are going to be. It's really that simple. It's not complicated. So if you saw a bunch of numbers like the top 30 cities in the country that for, uh, for, for murder rate, right, and crime rates, right? Well, they did an analysis. You'll see a town hall. You can read this in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. New data wipes out Democrat narratives on crime. They note a more accurate reflection of what's happening on the ground is gained by reviewing localized murder rates, not state murder rates. Because, Joe, you can have all the murders happening in New York City and not New York State. Right. Now, how does that how is that an indictment on Buffalo? So they went and they did this in a more granular fashion. And the analysis found that, not surprisingly, of the 30 cities with the highest murder rates. Here's a shocker, fellas. 20 <laughs> fellas. 27 have Democratic mayors, the exceptions being Lexington and Jacksonville, run by Republicans in Las Vegas, whose mayor's an independent. And within those 30 cities, there are at least 14 Soros-backed or Soros-inspired rogue prosecutors. Folks, I would say 30, 27 out of 30 are pretty bad odds and a pretty strong indicator of ineffective policing policies run by liberal mayors. You really need any more evidence? No. You believe Hillary Clinton? No, of course you don't. Sorry, I had a technical snafu before. Sometimes <laughs> I'm always working during the show. And uh, <laughs> poor guys, they got to deal with me like triple, quadruple tasking everything at the same time. Because that's what I do. There. You want more crime? You want more excuses? It's a red state problem. Yeah, it's a red state problem. Ron DeSantis, Joe, is definitely pro-crime. Do you know that? No. <laughs> Idiot. What kind of a tool you have to be to believe that? Show you something he did later, too. I love, the, love what he's up to. 
With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Here, you want more on the abortion front? You love the termination of life in the womb? I know, I love how the Democrats make it out like the abortion issue is some kind of get-out-the-vote effort for them. I'm going to say it's a get-out-the-vote effort for us. You want to save a generation of human babies in the womb from extermination? Gee, I'd like to, because it doesn't matter what taxes you pay or be a victim of crime if you're already dead. So I object to that because our golden rule of the show is don't get dead. That includes babies, too. Well, here's Kamala on abortion. Abortion saying you can be a person of faith. Don't you worry about it and believe in abortion, too. Really? That's fascinating. I I didn't know you could do that. I have read in the Bible. I knew you in the womb. Know what Bible you're reading here. Check this out. One does not have to abandon their faith or deeply held beliefs to agree. The government should not be telling her what to do with her body. Yeah. Uh, That's absolutely wrong. Listen, you can be a lot of things, but I'm sorry. You are not a, and and listen, the world is full of sinners. Me being one of them, I get that. We all do stupid things. But the idea is that you're trying to fight back against the sin, not promoting it. You understand that's the difference. Promoting death in the womb is not an act of faith. I don't know what faith she claims to be practicing, but it's not ours. Here, Jen Psaki, not Jen Psaki, excuse me, Corinne Jean-Pierre, anyone changing their vote, by the way? Hell the no. Worst the worst press there, anyone? No, you got one more day to do this for the Jiggy? No? Jim? On the, no, no, no one's changing their vote. Corinne Jean-Pierre, no, definitely the worst press secretary in the history, in the history of the United States. So, here we go. Corinne Jean-Pierre is asked a question by a reporter, a legitimate question about pro-lifers. You want to get locked up for going to protest and exercising your, your right to free speech, your right to assemble? You want that? You want to get locked up after the election because this is happening to pro-lifers. Here's Karine Jean-Pierre. She doesn't even want to talk about it. She pretends it's some big Aesop's fable. Check this out. At a rally in Sioux City, Iowa, on Thursday, former President Donald Trump said the radical Democrats are locking up pro-life activists, persecuting their political opponents. Just what is your White House response? Clearly, that's not true. I'm not going to say more than that. It's just not true. It's false. It's a lie. It's not true. No, it's it, it, it's true. What's also true is you don't want to talk about it because you have, if you had a legitimate reason for going and locking up pro-life advocates, right? Wouldn't you be apt to correct it from the podium and say, no, that's not true. This individual, let's say Joe made a terrorist threat and the DOJ determined that this person was a danger to himself or others. Right. Do you notice how they just pretend the videos we see of the FBI showing up at pro-lifers homes? They pretend none of it happened. This is third world type stuff. This isn't United States Constitutional Republic free speech type stuff. I'll tell you what else is third world. I'm going to get to in a, in a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. There's a really good commentary piece by Eli Lake about the FBI and what they're up to now on Election Day. Sending FBI or DOJ personnel um, and according to one outlet, FBI personnel to polling locations. 
If this isn't an act of raw intimidation, uh, I don't know what is. Now, on a lighter note, wait, wait, let me get to my, uh, just uh, quickly, I want to get to this story too. This is, do you want more of this stuff? The answer is no. You want more of this inflation? Epic Times piece in the newsletter today. Seniors feel cheated as inflation dims their golden years. Read these horror stories in here. People, I got to go back to work. There are people worse off than we are. We didn't do anything fancy. And now we got to, they got to go back to work. They didn't live extravagantly, they're saying. According to Bloomberg economists, inflation's costs have added more than $5,000 a year to typical family budgets. Folks, if you're on a fixed income, fixed, meaning you can't go back to work, you're older, the body's not up to it anymore. Inflation is eating away your ability to access food and gas and oil and heat. I warned you, folks. We were going to pay the price for all of this overspending. And you're paying for it now if you're on Social Security. Inflation is the greatest tax of all. All right, let me take a quick break. And then uh, I want to get to this. This is hilarious. I want to thank my production crew for putting this together. You know Joe Biden has a history, again, on a lighter note, but true nonetheless, of grotesque exaggerations about who he is. I got locked up going to see Mandela. I'm taking on Big Pharma. Angelo, the Amtrak conductor, told me this. You know this? This is what this guy does. He lies. I finished top of my class, three degrees. This guy is lying. He lies about everything. So we have on the radio show a thing called Things That Never Happened, which is stories about Joe Biden that never happened. So Guy put together a nice ensemble to remind you again who Joe Biden really is before the election. Let me get to this first. Magic spoon. This is an actual magic spoon box from my house, torn open because my kids love the blueberry. I love this. Not a prop. This is a real box. And I can't give you another box because my kids won't let it go because they want to eat it. It's cereal and it's cereal that's good for you. Cereal doesn't have to suck. It just needs a little magic. It's time to try magic spoon cereal. The cereal that tastes good and is good for you. Magic spoon has replicated your favorite childhood cereals to taste amazing and to be good for you. Each serving contains zero grams of sugar, over 13 grams of protein, and less than five net grams of carbs. It's low carb, keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, and has only 140 calories a serving. With Magic Spoon, you can build your own custom bundle of cereal with flavors like cocoa, fruity, listen to these, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, to grab a custom bundle of this delicious cereal. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. The cereal is absolutely delicious. Send me your feedback. You'll love it. Okay, so things that never happened, unfortunately, has become a common theme with Joe Biden, who tends to lie a lot. Although Joe Biden specifically is not on the ballot, the ability to stop Joe Biden by voting for a Republican House and Senate is most definitely on the ballot. Also, if we take back the Senate, you'll be able to stop his a lot of his liberal judges from getting nominated or not from getting nominated, from getting confirmed, that's to be precise. That matters. But thank you, Guy, for putting this together. Here's a final reminder of Joe Biden's litany of, lit, lit, litany of lies, excuse me, in Things That Never Happen, The Greatest Hits. 30 years ago, 
Nelson Mandela walked out of prison. I had the great honor of being arrested with our UN ambassador on the streets of Soweto trying to get to see him on Robbins Island. That is not a joke. That is a natural fact. I've written extensively as a when I was a law professor. When I was out of the office for four years and I was a professor. Hello, Naval Academy. I was appointed to the Academy in 1965. Hope you won't hold it against me, but I am a hard coal miner. I used to drive a tractor trailer. And if we I don't used to do- drive an 18 wheeler, man. Swear to God, true story. I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home. I remember spending time at the, you know, uh, go, going to uh, the, uh, you know, the Tree of Life synagogue. I got my start at one of those other HBCUs, Delaware State University. 1,515,000 miles on Amtrak. Amtrak became my family. I say this as a father of a man who won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Think of Iraq because that's where my son died. No, I'm not joking, he would. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. This is what 81 million Americans voted for. Joey, baby! <laughs> oh, dude, oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I was, yeah, okay, you okay, I'm good. I, I was boss. leaning. You got I was it. leaning. I was leaning. Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, oh, Muttley, we got our Muttley can, too. We got a bunch of, people said there's a whole bunch of Muttley stuff. Yeah, right over the top of the light. <laughs> Muttley back. There you go. Uh, that was, yeah, I was leaning. I'm like two and a half, two, seven, five Muttleys. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go with three Muttleys, especially for election day. Here to boss, the guy's dude. a liar, folks. Yeah, thank you, man. You got it. You, you saw me waiting there. Well, listen, you got a chance on a very serious note to vote against this stuff today by putting a stop to his agenda. Candidly, folks, I would love to win the Senate and the House. I think the House is likely. The Senate, I don't know. I'm 50-50. I don't get ahead of my skis. But even if we win the House, it'll effectively stop this guy's agenda. The Senate would be super important because you'll be able to stop judicial confirmations of radical judges. Um, so it's important, obviously, critically important to get out and vote. I don't think I, I mean, I think I've kind of beaten that point to death at this point. Um, you know, if you're not going to vote now is how much more I can say. I've been asking for a week. I know you will. though. Uh, but if we well, at least we'll stop his radical agenda. OK, if you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. So, listen, the show would be completely empty today without addressing uh, the elephant in the room. And pun intended, the big Republican, the biggest Republican elephant of all, um, Donald Trump. Uh, I mean that complimentary. I don't mean that as a, like a shot. The elephant, GOP, some liberals out there, hey, call him an elephant. <laughs> so here's uh, Donald Trump on his true social account. It's true. At real, I, you know, I thought of that halfway through. I'm like, there are liberals listening. Right. Don't get it. 
Um, yeah, I know you got it. At Real Donald Trump on True Social. So he was giving a speech last night, stumping for J.D. Vance and others out in Ohio. And uh, he said last night, uh, I'm debating what to say here. I'm like, gosh, I don't want to share anything too like, all right, I'm just going to roll with it because I think he'd be okay with it. Uh, he he said that I got a, a text from a bunch of people, a number of texts. He's going to announce he's running for president tonight. I told everyone in my inner circle, I said, this is not happening. I'm telling you, it's not happening. I know it's not happening. I know this guy. He's not stupid. He didn't want to announce last night for a reason. Number of the, I'm not saying this right. Here, here's his true social account. Let me just get to the point. He said last night he's going to be making a very special announcement next week, November 15th at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida. Folks, we, we all know what it is. It's going to be him probably announcing his run for president. But I think a lot of folks out there, and I don't mean this in a bad way, they, th- they think he's dumb. I was getting a bunch of messages yesterday. Yeah, Trump is definitely going to announce tonight. And I'm telling uh, a bunch of them, he's not going to do it. He's not dumb. People think this guy sometimes is an idiot. Reason number one, the guy's announcement's going to get totally swamped by what happens on election day today, right? Point number two, if we lose key races in Arizona, Pennsylvania, and elsewhere, what are they going to do? They were going to blame Donald Trump for announcing last night and sucking the wind out of the room. Why would he take on the risk? He could wait 24 hours, in this case, a week. It made no sense. The guy is not stupid. He's not dumb. Second. This is the part I was kind of hedging on, hence my kind of disrupted, broken open to the segment. Um, I, I spoke with Donald Trump a, a lot. And, you know, there are things I say, obviously, we keep secret. But I, my advice was, and my advice to you as well, if you're in PR or you're in politics or you're in any kind of marketing or content production, entertainment, sports, politics, political shows, sports shows, whatever they may be, they may be if you have an announcement, ladies and gentlemen, to make, a new show, a new time slot, a big guest. Do you notice Joe knows this? So does Guy. We, we do this thing here. We make announcements about an announcement. Right. I told Donald Trump that himself. I said, listen, if you're going to win, I'm not saying, believe me, I'm not suggesting it was my thing that made him do that. I'm not. I'm not. I, I know it may have played into it, but you make an announcement about an announcement. Why? Because why get one bite at the free PR Apple? If you can get two, I've got a big announcement. Here's the best thing. Making an announcement about an announcement about an announcement. We've got a big announcement next week. And then the announcement next week is on March 15th. We have a big announcement. And then you make the announcement on March 15th. Folks, listen, it's a competitive business, man. I'm a capitalist. I'm an entrepreneur. If I can get two bites at the apple, you're damn right. I'm going to take them. Chump. Chump, I want both bites, not one. Trump is smart. People think he's dumb. He's going to announce. I, I told everyone who texted me, I said, he's not announcing tonight. I'm telling you. He did not call me. Nobody told me. One more thing about this. This is going to affect Biden's decision. If he announces next week, so this may have a, a double effect. Number one, I, I'd like to see Trump run again. I think he deserves a shot after being brutally attacked his first term. But Biden, you understand this is a twofer because not only do we get Trump now, but you're probably going to get Biden too, which is what we want because he's terrible. Why? Because Biden's line is going to be what, Joe? Well, I'm the only guy who beat Trump. 
Whether you agree or not, that's going to be his line. Yeah. He wants to run again so bad because he's an egomaniac, as you saw from things that never happened where he's lying about himself. He is going to use that as an excuse. Well, Trump's in, so I'm the only guy who's been able to beat Trump, so it only makes sense for me to run. Twofer. Okay, important story here. What the heck is going on with the FBI? This is from a local station I'm on here in Florida, WFTL, and their website, Karen Curtis. Why are FBI agents in the Department of Justice descending on Florida election offices? Gee, I'd like to know that too. Texas as well, apparently. Texas Attorney General, they note in his piece, read this, it's in my newsletter today, bongito.com slash newsletter. So DOJ apparently is sending out intimidation folks out there to get into these local election precincts, claiming what? They're fighting intimidation. Really? Sounds to me like intimidation in and of itself. Ken Paxton, the AG of Texas, he said the DOJ sending law enforcement to several election precincts in his state. He said in an interview that agents were being sent to several red counties and he didn't know why. In a bulletin issued by the DOJ, law enforcement officials warned of potential election violence and voter intimidation. Folks, the Palm Beach County precinct where they're sending people for violence and voter intimidation prevention is in a Democrat county. How would I know the area? Because I live like 20 miles north of there. Paxton said, and he's right, what's more intimidating to a voter than being watched by the FBI? who are proven Biden administration supporters. What the hell is going on here? Now, to his credit, Ron DeSkywalker, Obi-Ron Kenobi, Ron Solo DeSantis strikes again. DeSantis, you know, I didn't even think of that. This is like a totally out of the, I just thought of this one now. I should have thrown it in. Oh, all right. Thank you. That was like a last minute Ron DeSantis strikes again. Thanks for throwing that in there. Ron DeSantis said, no, 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 no. Uh, You guys will not be allowed inside of polling locations to intimidate people. Uh, Have a nice day. So, by the way, the Missouri Secretary of State hat tip to him who said, no, thanks. We're not doing that either. What the hell is going on here, folks? I had another quick story coming up about that. I'll tell you what's going on. It's plain and simple. It's intimidation. Who do you think is going to be intimidated by the FBI right now? The FBI going after Trump, pro-lifers, raiding Mar-a-Lago. You think it's going to be Democrats? No, it's going to be Republicans. That's what this is. I got a quick piece from this uh, commentary piece by Eli Lake and an Elon Musk update. Some early signs to look for, and then we'll get out and we'll give you a chance to vote today. I really appreciate it. Folks, our last sponsor for Start Mail. That's start with a T, like start, finish, start mail. Let's talk about Start Mail because I get a lot of interest in this product, a ton. I get all kinds of emails. Dan, what was that uh, email service? Start Mail. It's a private email service. Keeps your email safe. It's important because our privacy is under attack. You know that. You know, free email services like Gmail, they're not free, folks. You are the product. You pay with your privacy. And they make billions selling your data. Your business plan? Well, these other big email companies like Google, you know, they can have it. Your medical records? Yahoo can sell them to drug companies and they could be sharing your information with government agencies too. If you care about your Liberty and Privacy Act now, every email can be encrypted or password protected. When you delete an email with Startmail, it's gone forever. You'll get unlimited email addresses to protect your identity. Switching to Startmail is easy. All your emails can be moved with only a few clicks. Today's voting time, so vote for your privacy today. Ditch the spy mail and get Startmail. Sign up for a free trial, get your privacy back, and get 50% off your first order. 
Go to startmail.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's start with a T, startmail.com slash Bongino for 50% off your first year. Startmail.com slash Bongino. Go today. Get your privacy back. Don't let these people read your emails. All right, I just play. I just uh, put up for you that last FBI story. I don't know what the hell they're doing down here in Florida, Texas, Missouri, but I can only Missouri. I can only imagine it's intimidation. Now I don't have time to do this piece as in depth as I'd like to, but it's really worth your time. It's long. This is long. It's probably about a, a nine thousand word piece. I'm guessing. I read it this morning. It took me a good you know half an hour to get through. It's by Eli Lake in commentary. It says, "Can the FBI be saved from itself, and can we be saved from the FBI?" Eli Lake's pretty down-to-center guy. I wouldn't call him a flamethrower by any stretch, but it's a pretty exhaustive analysis of everything that went wrong with the FBI and how we got here right now to an FBI not trusted by the public and definitely not trusted by conservatives who feel like they're under attack. And he brings up a critical point I brought up multiple times, that the only way to save the FBI at this point is to break off their national security intelligence gathering and their criminal work. Because, ladies and gentlemen, they are two different entities. The intelligence work the FBI does requires them to stop threats. A lot of these cases are never going to go to court. The evidence gathering is different. The mechanisms are different. The criminal stuff is designed to present a case to the judge. They have rules there, specific rules, that don't work well with the intelligence side. Eli Lake notes, police collect evidence with the expectation they'll have to withstand scrutiny in a court. However, spies sort through rumor and secrets to learn what an adversary is trying to hide from view. With that in mind, it'd be better to take the spies out of the national police force. So about the FBI. Thank you. He said it right, Joe. It's exactly what FBI whistleblower Kyle Serafin told us in a two-part interview on my podcast channel from a month ago. Right. That these missions, they just, they're, they're friction. Eli notes the, uh, the FBI as it stands should not be an organization that both surveils national security threats and works on domestic policing at the same time. Congress should create a new domestic intelligence entity similar to MI5 in the United Kingdom. This way, the FBI can focus on solving crimes, while the new agency could focus on preventing acts of terror and rooting out spies. Yes, sir. And while you're at it, create a more powerful inspections division, pull it out of the IG's office to oversee all of this to make sure there, uh, that there's no abuse. Create a bipartisan panel to oversee them. Layer upon layer of scrutiny. The FBI, folks, being in charge of national security and domestic policing at the federal level while simultaneously responding to DOJ inspector general people who are supposed to oversee it, where they, they laugh the FBI at that. They call it the Department of Justice. They call it the Department of Just Us because it's their people. That, does that not sound right? That's because it isn't. We better change this now. More news for you today on the free speech front. Just quickly, the Elon Musk saga is ongoing. Uh, Daily Wire piece. Uh, Musk warns of thermonuclear war against companies caving to far-left boycott demands. Folks, Elon Musk is, is, is finally picking up what a lot of people have been putting down. In my experience, subjected to constant boycott pressure from leftist communists, there's two ways to fight this. Number one, there are a bevy of companies out there that don't care about politics. They care about products. They will find you. They don't care about boycotts. They want to talk to customers. They don't agree or disagree with your politics. There are more than enough companies out there to support ad revenue. There are. But to the big ones that want to play woke, you got to fight back, Elon. 
Naming and shaming is the only way. And you can tell it's the only way because the, the lefties keep playing this like weird kind of cognitive dissonance game. They're like, yeah, Elon, go for it. Like faux bravado in the back of their head. They know it would be a disaster. You want to cancel due to lefty boycotts? And yeah, Elon should tell you who they are. All the companies and who they are. All right, let me wrap up today. I want uh, y'all please to get out and vote if you can. I would deeply appreciate it. So here are some early signs we should be looking for tonight to see if it's a red wave or a pink ripple. Number one, the Virginia congressional races. Virginia's polls close, I believe it's 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. I see Eastern time. Uh, they count pretty quickly, Virginia. There are a couple of congressional races. Pay very close attention to, I think it's uh, the, the is it Virginia 7th, the Leslie, uh, Leslie Vega Spamberger election. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be a good indicator of what's going on. If the Republican Vega pulls that out by a decent margin, you'll know this, right? You'll know this at about 7.30. Then they're in, they're in for big trouble tonight. On the East Coast, pay attention to Miami-Dade County. The Florida numbers, Florida counts fast. Florida counts fast. The problem with Florida is it's in two time zones. So remember that whole debacle with the Bush v. Gore thing? Was it CNN said the polls are closed in Florida? They weren't. Because the panhandle hadn't closed yet. So a lot of people went home and got off the line that the polls were closed. Miami-Dade County, however, will close relatively early. Miami-Dade County, obviously Southern Florida, South Florida, as you call it down here. Miami-Dade will be a good indicator. This is a county that went by Hillary for over 20 points. The county, shockingly, is in play for Ron DeSantis right now because of the Hispanic vote moving in droves to the GOP. Pay close attention to Miami-Dade County. Miami-Dade County is going bad and bad for the Democrats. They are going to have a really awful night. Pay close attention to the New York governor's race. Obviously, those polls will close early. If Now, this is a stretch. But if Zeldin's up by one to two points um, an hour after the polls close, two hours after those polls close, the GOP is uh, the GOP's in for an amazing night. Pay close attention to the New York 17 congressional district race. Sean Patrick Maloney, I believe he's running against Lawler. That is a race that is, I believe, a D plus eight district. If the Republican Lawler wins that race, we should know early. If he wins that race, again, it's going to be an electoral bloodbath. Pay very close attention to the Connecticut governor's race. Why am I giving you all East Coast stuff? Because, folks, I'm telling you about early signs. These are the polls that close first. Pay close attention to the Connecticut governor's race. If Ned Lamont is losing that race an hour or two after the polls close, again, they are going to be in for a really brutal night. And I'd say another early sign you need to pay close attention to, the Michigan governor's race. Tudor Dixon has run an amazing campaign on the Republican side. Gretchen Whitmer has just collapsed in recent days. The only thing that stopped Tudor Dixon, I believe, from taking a lead early in this race was she was outspent so dramatically, folks, it wasn't even close. It's got to be 20 to 1, if not more. If she would have had more money and more name ID early on, I think she'd be way ahead. The catch is even with all of that. I think she's got a good chance of winning this race. Pay very, very close attention to that. If that turns, you'll know relatively early that it's going to be a good night. I'm supposed to go to a couple events tonight. We have a hurricane hitting down here, so uh, I'll let you know tomorrow where I make it. I'm going to go somewhere, and I'll give you kind of the electoral feel on the ground. It's a secret location now, but I'll let you know all the details tomorrow. So, folks, please go out and vote. Thank you so much for getting us to this point. I said it yesterday, I'll say it again. Your country's not going to save itself. It's your job. Go save it today. Bring 10 people with you. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.